so explain to me who David Carradine is. David Carradine, man, how I knew him it was a show called Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the star of that show. And he came back. And I know he's done some other things here and there. But what I knew him from, and I, I don't know if it was the last thing he did, but close to, was Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. That's and, where I, w- I remember And I was from. so excited to see him because I hadn't seen him for so long because I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I really liked him. And, and um, you know, to each their own. It's just too bad he <laughs> couldn't do it again. So uh, auto, what was it, auto-erotica? Jerk. It's auto-erotic. <laughs> Erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. So that's like getting <laughs> strangled while you're doing yep, it. Yep, that's right? when you cut off, you know, your the flow to your, your air and it kind of... It's supposed to help intensify your orgasm, I guess. And oh, my gosh. And he died while doing it. I, I hope it worked, <laughs> at least. I mean, I don't know what to say. It sucks that he died, but that's, hey. You that's know? so funny. There are so many like funny ways people can die. I mean, it, you know, life is a pretty sensitive thing, right. generally speaking. Yeah. But then when you push the edge of life by doing something like that so that you can enjoy life more right it's kind of a funny little is it a dichotomy (laughs) i was thinking about the this was a few episodes back we were talking about space travel and i think going to mars and you were talking about this guy who built his own rocket yeah and was trying to get into space right and ended up dying I think he was trying to prove that the world was flat. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And the, <laughs> that's a, that's a, okay, that's mm-hmm. a funny, mm-hmm. not funny, I'm sorry, but still, it's like, okay. So, yeah, I think he, I could be wrong about this, but I think he went up once, then he fell down, and it was, he made it, but then he did it again. But anyways, he ended up mm-hmm. not making it. Yeah, I I had to go back and, and look into it because you had talked about it, and I thought, well, that's weird. I, you would expect something like that would make a little bit more headlines. Right. <laughs> and so I did. I went back, and he's got some videos on YouTube of him, you know, get, getting into his rocket. Sure. It's a very basic-looking... It is. I mean, it's like one of those toy rockets it, that you shoot off, but that's it's, right. like, scaled up. It looks know, like if times. we were to build one, just one that we we could fit in yeah mm-hmm. and he gets in it voluntarily yeah and he had like a parachute system and one of the the launches that he did he took off and it looked pretty crazy the the shoots deployed and he comes back down and he lands in a very like precarious way yeah and turns out he broke his back during that that landing because the parachutes just don't slow you down i guess enough to just take a a dead landing like well, that. Yeah. I don't know what kind of seat and whatnot he was in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Well, it looked like he, like one of those harnessed uh, go-kart seats. I didn't know if it was <laughs> no, one no. of those 1970s lawn chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, but the, the time that he died, they actually have that on YouTube. Yeah. And um, he goes up and, and uh, the parachutes don't deploy. Yeah. And uh, that's a long way to fall. And he got up pretty high, but it, it wasn't like he didn't even make it to space. But but to think about, he was doing that personally because he thought the world was flat and needed to see it for himself. Right. Well, And I don't think he did before he died. I don't think so. But I will say, you know, I, I kid a little bit because I think it is, it's a... His motivation, I think, is, in my opinion, silly. But... Um, <laughs> But my goodness, to be able to do that, it's pretty cool. 
And if he didn't pass away, he'd probably be able to make something pretty. I mean, every time he's going to make something cooler. Mm -hmm. So it's it is too bad because you know somebody's got to get on the dang thing and give it a shot. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. Did, did you hear? Um what's his name richard um branson i heard about it saw a quick clip of it mm -hmm. tell me about what you know well he just uh you know he's got virgin galactic he's got a little space company going and he wants to give tours to uh so far you know wealthy people because they can afford to to pay for it but give uh folks an opportunity to fly to outer space to weightlessness and i think it's like you spend less than 10 minutes up there and then you come back down and you land like it's an airplane, kind of like the old mm. shuttle used to be. Yeah. But you can, I think it's like six, I want to say it's like six passengers and then maybe a couple of pilots. And they they attach themselves to this very unique looking aircraft. Right. And they fly up to 40 something thousand feet. And then they drop this spaceship from, you know, its little harness. It fires off its rocket and then it climbs the rest of the way up into space and folks get to experience this uh you know weird space weightless environment i didn't think i saw the whole video because what i saw i wasn't like that impressed like i've seen better pictures man like i didn't know how far like <laughs> i didn't think they got better video like like i just they feel like i i would have thought that they were going to be able to reach a little bit higher out mm -hmm. it looked like they didn't like I don't know where I guess they're supposed to go, but you know they were still look like they were obviously still within our atmosphere and stuff. I but. can't remember the name of it, but it starts with a K, and it's a certain distance above the Earth, and that's where they consider the edge of space. It's the beginning to the rest of space. Okay, and so they go above that level. So technically, uh, you, that's you where still they're get to be. going, and that's where they're going there. now. Um, Jeff Bezos has a space program or a space uh, company as well. I think it's called, is it Bluebird? I think it's Bluebird. And it's a, it's more of a rocket. It's not like a plane that, that shoots off and, or, you know, takes off and then deploys like, uh, like uh, Branson's. But, uh, but it, I think it can handle maybe four or five crew maybe and they take off and they are planning on having people even farther up it's like i can't remember if it's like eight miles up or something but it's going to go higher than what virgin galactic does and they again it's really for wealthy people so far yeah and you know the people who can afford it but Hey, why not let them try it out? Well, <laughs> let them be the first ones. Let them, uh, you know. Well, and you know, Elon Musk has his own uh, SpaceX. Right. So we've got some really rich entrepreneurs who are pushing into space now. And, you know, maybe it starts off with those those uh, millionaire, billionaire folks because they can afford to fund this sort of exploration. But eventually the costs are going to go down. Well, yeah, it, it takes, you don't, you may not be able to see the... You know, back in the day, you know, they had to cut through rock and and forest to lay down roads. And mm -hmm. then once the roads were there, everything came with ease, mm -hmm. you know, relatively speaking. Mm -hmm. And even though you can't see the road into space, these people doing it is going to make it easier for the people behind them, for mm -hmm. sure. So, um, yeah. I mean, they're they're cutting through and figuring out the hard ways. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's going to be, and they're 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 taking all the cost. Yeah, well, and you know, Richard Branson is—he's a kind of an adventurer type. Right, you know, he's right. done a lot of different uh, crazy things, but but he's like the first, you know, rich like CEO 
person to to have his own space company and be to go into space. He got to experience it, and that kind of lends to maybe a little bit more safety, like credibility of of what he's offering to people. Right. Uh, I, I saw, you know, he was talking to, you know, I don't know if it's like the Rich Guys Club where they just know each other, but he was talking to Elon Musk, and he had mentioned a little bit about uh, Jeff Bezos, and it... It's a crazy time that we live in that where we've got people, non-governmental people right. who are creating these spaceships. And I guess the FAA is, the way that they regulate space travel is way different than um, like regular, tra- you know, air travel. You right, know, commercial. Know, commercial air yeah. travel. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few more regulations. Yeah, there. yeah. Because like military is different and all that stuff, yeah. But mm-hmm. so um, I'll I'll switch it up and tell you a couple other ones. Yeah. Um, like um, there there was uh, people die of uh, I- icicles in Russia, though. Icicles. There's, like there's falling icicles. Falling icicles. Oh, yeah. My God. They kill about 100 people a year in Russia. But in, Ru- <laughs> in Russia, I could see that, you know, I could also see them getting angry, ripping one off and killing somebody mm-hmm. with it, too. But I heard that's a good murder weapon because right. then the weapon disappears. Yep. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that as well. That's funny, though. You said 100? Yeah, 100 people a year. 100 people. That's a lot, that's a lot of people. I mean, I was thinking about just like, ran, I mean, that's a random. I wonder how big some of those Because they, they got to be pretty stout. Russia is an extremely cold place. I think you could actually freeze gasoline there. And. <laughs> and I could only imagine they have ginormous 40-pound ones that just break <laughs> off and knock somebody in the head mm-hmm. just right, and they fall. I don't know. It's just just another crappy way to go, man. I, I, went, mean, I went camping in Leavenworth, Washington uh, at Christmas time. Uh, I want to say it was a couple, three years ago, uh, maybe a couple years ago. And they were going through, like, warm and cool sort of times. And, and we were there, fortunately, to get most of, like, the snowy time. But the day before we decided we were going to leave, a big ice storm came in. And so the icicles started to form. And they're forming on our little travel trailer. They were forming on, like, the restroom areas, the the community restrooms and showers and stuff. And they were getting pretty big. But the day that we left, things were heating up again and starting to fall off. And so all the icicles were starting to fall from trees and other Mm -hmm. places. And so you could hear it was, like, glass falling and breaking. But... It's shattering. I can't imagine how big those icicles have to be to kill someone. I it's mean, like it's, a log. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be huge. It's got to be. I mean, I hope it's like, I don't know what I hope. It just sucks. Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> Maybe some video exists. I mean, everybody's like, oh, man, he wasn't right with God. <laughs> that, was an, that was an act of nature. Yeah. Yeah. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. Until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.